Hey friends, I am wondering if you have ever been in this situation, a situation where you just could not see the way through. Okay, that was kind of a joke. I know we've all been there, but have you ever had to walk your child through this type of scenario where there is no clear way through, but you want to encourage them, you want to coach them, you want to lead them, and if we're being honest, you want to fix it for them? How do you walk in that tension with your child and lead them closer to Jesus? That's what I'll be talking about today. But first, introductions. Need a faith boost? You're in the right place. Faith for Her is your place to come for faith-building encouragement and scriptural truths that you can apply to your everyday life. Whether you are one that opens your Bible and struggles to understand, or one who reads the Word every day and is just unsure how to apply it to your everyday life, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Katie Wynn. I've been teaching Bible studies to large groups of women for over five years, and I am passionate about building women up in their faith through biblical literacy. Teaching God's Word and encouraging women in their faith is my ministry, but I also work for a marketing agency and homeschool my littles. I believe that faith can be applied to all areas of our lives, and I want to help you do just that. Get ready for some hope that can only be found in Jesus. It's time for Faith Boost. in a Bible study with a group of moms, and they are such a blessing to me. It has been really fun to reconnect with some of them because when my daughter was in public school, she went to school with many of their children. And then after I had my children home to homeschool them, we just haven't had that same opportunity to connect with each other as frequently. And so this Bible study has really given us a chance to sit down and study God's word together, talk about mothering together and rebuild those bonds. I was recently asked to share with the group because our leader was going to be out for the week. So me and a couple other ladies were invited to come and share with the group. And so I decided that I would share something near to my heart. Um, I always, as I teach, I always teach things that God is teaching me because I feel like that's the best thing to teach is God is revealing something to me. I always want to share that with other people in hopes that it might bless them in their faith journey too. And so I hope what I'm going to share with you today just gives you a little bit of a faith boost in the area of parenting your children through uncertain or difficult situations where you, you the parent, you the mom, don't have the answers. I think that's the hardest part, isn't it, is usually, especially when our kids are young, we have the opportunity to come up with the solutions. We can fix things quickly. We can come up with ideas or we can move them a different direction or steer them. And then as they get older, that's a little bit harder because we start teaching them now to navigate those situations on their own without stepping in for them. And so I have walked through that scenario with my teenage daughter um, in the last couple of weeks where we just didn't know the outcome um, of a situation. We um, were struggling through some relational things. And so we 
just sat down together and and sought the word of God. And me as a mom, I sat down and I sought the word of God of what should I do in this situation where I can't fix this for my daughter? So I want to share where God took me on the journey and, and where he took me was to this place of humility. God is really, really good about lying me flat on my back in humility so that all I can do is look up. And so let that actually be an encouragement, friend. If you feel like I am just flat on my back, there is no way through this. I cannot see a way forward. Maybe, just maybe, God is trying to get you flat on your back so that you can look up. There's this painting by Joseph Nicholas Robert Fleury, mouthful of a name. He painted this picture in 1837. And it's actually a Bible scene of when the little children are coming to Jesus. You know, the famous, let the little children come to me verse. Um, But in that scene, Jesus' disciples are sort of talking in the background, uh, saying, wait a minute, Jesus is busy. He doesn't have time for the kids. We have an agenda. There's this man in the picture that reminds me just of Peter in The Chosen. He has that same uh, look to him, same hair, same beard. And it reminds me of um, Peter that he would just say, Jesus, we have an agenda. You are too busy for these kids. Let their mamas take care of them. And let's go get to the grown-up stuff. Um, And it really looks like that's what he's complaining about some of the other disciples in the picture. Um, In the background, you also have a Roman soldier who's sort of looking on and not really knowing what to do or what to make of the situation. The only certain faces in the crowd in this picture are of the mothers. And it really struck me as I looked at this picture. It's the mothers are looking at Jesus with this knowing look on their faces that of all the things I can offer my children, it's never going to be as much as you, Jesus, can offer my children. There is this urgency in their faces of, if I just get my children to the feet of Jesus, all will be well. So I will put the the link to this picture in the show notes, and I encourage you to look at it because it just evoked such emotion in me of when I don't have the answers for my children, when I don't have the answers for myself, there is an answer and it's go to the feet of Jesus. Bring your children to the feet of Jesus as they wait on answers and solutions and for God to work things out. They should do that sitting at the feet of Christ. We may feel like our kids are too young, like those disciples that we're looking on of, how do my kids know how to sit at the feet of Jesus? You know, I read them Bible verses and they're learning the Bible stories and we pray together at dinner or bedtime, but but how do they know what it looks like to sit at the feet of Jesus? And I will tell you, moms, that's where we come in. That's where our job really is taken to the next level in building our children's faith. Because yes, we need to teach them all the Bible stories and we need to teach them to pray and we need to teach them right from wrong. But at the end of the day, we need to teach them scripture. We need to teach them the word and the word is what is going to lead them to Christ. 
Let me read you a familiar verse, Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. This was Moses giving the lessons, giving the commandments, giving um, all of the readings of the scripture to the Israelites. And this is what he told them to do with it. So once he had laid everything out that God had given him, once he had laid out the word, he said, this should be on your lips constantly as you teach them to the next generation. And so mom, I urge you when you don't know what to do, when you are trying to lead your child through a difficult situation, the best place you can lead them is to the word of God. And so I know this sounds kind of like a lofty idea, and I just want to bring it down in these last few minutes together to something really simple. And I pulled out a few verses that can help you as you teach your child to seek the Lord. And these are verses that are theologically rich, however, not theologically difficult. They are verses that remind us to be waiting on the Lord. And so let's start in with Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Another familiar verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Another Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. What a reminder to be constantly at the feet of Jesus, to be patient as we're facing the trials that we don't know how to get through and to rejoice, to keep that spirit of joy within us. I have two more verses and then I'm going to tell you how all four of these have some really key action words to help us sit at the feet of Jesus constantly. All right. First Chronicles 16, 11 says, seek the Lord in his strength, seek his presence continually. And Isaiah 26, 3 says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. This has been my life verse for the last year. This is the verse that has kept me grounded and at peace as I have faced some really difficult trials. So I told you I would tell you how these four verses, there's some key words in here that are going to help you and your child stay in the presence of the Lord, stay going to the feet of Jesus. And there's some action words in each of these verses. When you are facing your trials, Acknowledge him. Be patient. Be constant in prayer. Seek the Lord and his strength. And keep your mind stayed on God because he will give you peace. He will give your children peace as you walk through whatever it is that you're walking them through. So I hope those verses were helpful to you as you're navigating walking your child through anything difficult right now. You know, a couple other things that I would tell you and that I shared with the other mamas is as your children are walking through difficult situations, be really careful who you share it with. And that's because your little people are growing up into big people. 
And when they're small, when they're four, when they're five, like it's easy to talk about other moms about this is what's going on with them and how do we get them to get along or this is a really bad habit of my child, help me to fix it. As they get older though, nine, 10 and into their teen years, they're developing into their own person and they're highly aware of how other people might perceive them. And so while you may go to someone, your friend or a few friends for comfort or for advice to walk through a situation, I just wanna encourage you to pause. To pause and ask yourself first, have I taken myself through these things that I'm going to teach my child about sitting at the feet of Jesus. Before I have talked to a friend, have I acknowledged God in this situation? And what would his word have to say about it? Have I been constant in prayer? Have I been patient through this trial or am I just trying to jump to the solution immediately as quickly as I can instead of sitting with Jesus so that he can teach me something about the moment? Am I seeking God's strength in this situation? Or am I trying to get by on my own strength? And am I keeping my mind stayed on God, asking him for peace as I walk through this? I guarantee you, if you do these steps first, you will be less tempted to talk about your situation over and over and over and ruminate on your situation with several different people. Pick a friend. I talk to my husband. He is who I talk to about everything. And I can tell you that as I've walked through this situation, a uh, recent situation, my husband has been such a stronghold in advising me and counseling me. And you know, if I'm honest, that's hard for me because I'm a doer. And so I want to have the solution. I want to do the fixing. And so this is really growing our marriage too. And me taking it only to him. And it's also growing it because he appreciates that I've come to him, that I've asked him for his advice, and he's told me so. And so I just encourage you, go to your husband, go to one friend, but first go and sit at the feet of Jesus and then teach your child to do the same and trust that God is going to work all things together for your good and for his glory. Thanks for joining me today, friends. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you walk away with a faith boost that puts a little spring in your step. I'd love to connect with you on social media. I'm on both Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, it's Faith For Her and Instagram, it's Katie Wynn, Faith For Her. I want Instagram a little bit more where I share little faith boosters in my squares. I love to write and so you'll find words of encouragement on the regular over there in addition to pictures of my life. So I homeschool my kids. You'll see my family. I love to be in the kitchen and the garden and I love to be outdoors. So I'd love to get to know you a little bit better over on Instagram too. So I'll put links to my social channels down in the show notes and until the next episode, be blessed and be encouraged.